RadioInfluence.com Whatever the heck we're doing, whether it's shelter in place, shelter at home, safer at home, it's MJ here, Todd Schnitt. Welcome to MJ Morning Show podcast episode number 18. Fester, are you there? I am here. Hello. And Froggy, are you there? I am here. Hello. All right. So good news hey, is... Sounds familiar. Fester, what's that goofy hat you're wearing? This is my yard work hat that I've been using a lot of now that I'm like quarantined to my palatial estate. So as I pressure washed the driveway yesterday, as we're socially distancing, we're all in different places now. I'm in the home bedroom studio where I do the schnitt show from every single day. Fester's in one of his bedrooms. Froggy, what room is that in your house where you are? This is my red room. Actually, if you look back here, you can see my swing where I put Kim in. <laughs> I don't know if you if you guys have seen the uh, – what's that sex movie? What is it? <laughs> Fro- Fro- you know, Shades of Grey. Movie. Shades of Grey. Shades of Grey. Shades of Grey. Yes, Shades of Grey. And uh, this is where I bang Kim. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> Froggy, how much weed did you smoke today? I know you have medical. No, get out of here. I don't. <laughs> Listen, but let me just tell you, if I did do that, it was because I was medicated for it, which I don't. But I haven't had any of it. I'm just I'm joking around. <laughs> oh, right. I was trying to make a reference to that movie. <laughs> uh, uh, <laughs> a reference from a movie five years ago. All right. Before we <laughs> before we get into some of the meat of the podcast, I know that everyone is watching Netflix nonstop. You know, we've got what? We have Netflix, we've got Showtime to go or whatever. We've got HBO Go. We got we got Amazon Prime Video, all this crap. Just a, a quick review of Netflix. By the way, Michelle is joining me uh, here in the master bedroom. Michelle, say hi to everybody. Hello, everybody. So on Netflix, we plowed through the Tiger King, what, a couple of weekends ago now, right? Yes. We, we plowed through that quickly. And then we also watched, oh, guys, Don't F with Cats. Have you seen that one? No. All right, Fester. Is that not a documentary about cat owners? Is it boring? No. Because it doesn't sell me on the – the title doesn't sell me. The title doesn't Tiger sell King you? Tiger King was a documentary about cat owners too, so let's get this straight. All right, so Michelle, why don't you explain what Don't F With Cats is all about? It means don't F with cats. Like if you F with cats, you have internet stalkers on your butt tracking you down because they know that you're going to kill somebody and they track you down this is crazy guys i'm telling you netflix search for don't f with cats and after you finish uh, tiger king fester you're done with tiger king right oh i'm done okay I'm done. Yeah, all right. he's, he's... now you gotta watch and it's it's quick it's only like three episodes it's a documentary and they go on the hunt for somebody that they believe killed cats and then it turns into a hunt for an actual human killer. This is crazy as well. Don't F with cats. Michelle, any other description of this thing? 
No, I think you you nailed it. All right. And then uh, what else did we enjoy? Oh, the third season of Ozark. That was pretty damn good as well. Oh, yeah, that was pretty good. I still have to watch season one and two. I, yeah. I literally just got Netflix as we were like supposed to stay home. <laughs> yeah. Like I got it like Fester, three weeks ago. Fester, what took Jesus you so long Christ, to get Netflix? How old are you? I, you're like my parents. <laughs> uh, what, what's Netflix? No, okay. So you log in. Fester's the last person in America to get Netflix. <laughs> yeah. Hey, we're going to get Hurricane on in a little bit. This is, I think, really interesting. Hurricane, who, if you heard a couple episodes back, uh, what was that, in February, Hurricane is a FedEx driver now. And Hurricane is delivering packages all day. And I thought it would be really fascinating to get Hurricane on because so many people are ordering stuff all over the place. The package safety, you know, people are worried about is coronavirus all on my cardboard boxes that the FedEx or UPS guy or the mail person's bringing to the house. So we're going to get Hurricane on in just a bit. First, though, and I'm telling you, I think Froggy's been or something. But uh, Froggy, uh, you told a story last week about your neighbors and they have a garage gym and then you accuse them of having like 10 people in there and not social distancing and apparently now you know that your neighbor listens to the podcast or has friends that listen to the podcast because now you're in some yeah, kind I of can't, I, I, I can't believe that it, it actually came back to him all right so what happens and this guy is he's a very he's very buff he's very jacked <laughs> well because okay. he's got a gym in his garage dude so I, I'm taking out my garbage, and he approaches me about this, and he goes, "Hey man, if you wanna, if you wanna talk about my family, you talk about it to my face. <laughs> like he, he, like this is in the middle of our cul-de-sac." And I go, uh, "Listen, dude, uh, I, listen, this is a joke. You know, it's just, uh, you know, it's a podcast, just here for entertainment." He's like, "No, no, 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 no." no. He's like, "You." talked about my family you, you know he got into my face about it and i was i, I weaned out because he's, he'll smash me and you know i'm not a fighter i'm more of a lover and and i said hey man you know i love you give me a hug bro and he's like you know you know you were you know he's it was almost like you know rob ripple you know remember rob ripple yeah your character yeah why don't you do a little rob a ripple rob, do, do rob ripple rob real quick ripple a Rob Ripple type, whereas he's jacked to the gills, okay? And he will snap on you in a second. And I love him. I just want to say I love him, okay? And I love the family. I'm not going to say their names, but if I don't say this, he'll kill me. But I love him, okay? Uh, do some Rob Ripple. Do a little Rob Ripple real quick. Yeah, he's like, yeah. Hey, hey, you talking about me, bro? You're talking about my family. And I was like, no, 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 no. Listen, I love you, dude. I love you. And I sent you the text. If you look at your phone, he was very upset. And and I just want to say, listen, neighbors, I don't want to say your names, but I love you guys. And his wife used to be a Buccaneers cheerleader. So she's very attractive. And I just, I love her. Whoa, whoa, whoa. This isn't going to help. So this that, isn't going to help at all. Now you're talking, you talking about, about? His, his hot ass wife. Now you're talking about that. How about the other neighbor? Because you were talking about the 21 year old. No, 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 Same neighbor? No, no. Last week, Froggy was talking about the other neighbor who has this hot 21 year old daughter. 
God, she's 24 and don't talk about that. Oh, I'm that. sorry, tw- 24. So, Froggy, you said that you're more of a lover. Uh, I got to be honest. What I'm experiencing now, I'm thinking that you're a lover, you're a sinner. I'm thinking you're a joker, a smoker, a midnight toker. <laughs> I am a Steve Miller fan, actually. <laughs> the biggest but listen i just want to say i love my neighbors and to your friends who ratted me out you're a bunch of pussy rats <laughs> to my neighbors froggy you better back it down worst apology i've ever heard exactly that's terrible no because i waved at her i waved at them today when i came home i was fishing with my son and i came home and and I waved at them, and they completely ignored me, and I felt really like, oh. All right, so awkward. tell me about the texts that he sent to you. Well, he just said, I can read it right yeah, to you. Yeah, read I, the text. I, I, you know what? I just want to say I love you, dude. So Froggy, you. last week's podcast, number 17, Froggy was talking about the neighbor having a gym in the garage, and Froggy detected that there were too many people uh, gathering in the garage working out, and Froggy thought that that was a social distancing issue. So the neighbor apparently has friends that listen to the podcast. They told him, and then the neighbor's all pissed off at Froggy now that Froggy's talking about his family on the podcast so i sent you the text mj you can see it he goes uh hey man i don't appreciate you talking shit about my family on your podcast (laughs) oh my god wait can i just say 10 people working out over here and my kids aren't running around the neighborhood playing with everyone else oh that's right you accused his kids of running around playing in the street like in diapers or something i can't hear what you're saying but let me finish the text (laughs) And he said, if you have a if you have a problem with something I'm doing, come over here and tell it to my face, man to man. <laughs> and he goes he goes, it might be entertainment for people on the radio, but it's not for us. And I go, Hey man, listen, it's just a joke, bro. Just a joke. Hey. And uh listen, I just wanna say that and listen, he's really buff. He's like jacked, dude. He's buff. Yeah, you mentioned okay? that. You mentioned that. Like so I just, times. I don't want to mess with him. So let me just say I'm sorry. That's it. All right, Froggy, can oh, I please oh, request, Froggy, do me a favor. Make sure that for the next uh, six hours at least, that you don't operate any motor vehicles or any uh, electrical tools or uh, power tools. Don't get near anything mechanical because I don't think you're in any condition to do anything but a podcast. I have been... I have been under the influence of medication. I was <laughs> legally prescribed. So get off my balls. <laughs> Froggy, I got to be honest. I don't think that uh, you're like telling the version of events just now and your apology that it's going to get any better for you between now and next week. Right. Like I wouldn't be surprised. You know, no, I'm kind of thinking. Yeah, I'm kind of thinking you might encounter a little more escalation with your version of of what's happening oh here. God. No, they're good people. I love them. They're great neighbors. Mm-hmm. And don't mm-hmm. give me dirty looks anymore. It's fine. All right, folks, let me let me give you the phone number for the MJ Morning Show hotline. If you would like to leave us a voicemail message, we might even use it on the podcast. If you have any question, comment, anything you want to say, if you want to concur that Froggy sounds like he's high as a kite on this podcast, 813-467-6290. That is the MJ Morning Show hotline. 
podcast special number 813-467-6290. You can also drop us a text. So you can text or leave a voicemail 813-467-6290. And of course, give me a follow on Twitter at Todd Schnitt at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N as in November I-T-T. And also really important, folks, spread the word to everyone you know that the MJ Morning Show podcast is on, that the MJ Morning Show is back. Froggy, Fester, and Michelle and me, MJ, we're back. Special guests, interns, we're going to have Hurricane on in just a few minutes. So spread the word. Oh, and all the places where you can listen, all the available platforms, everything you need to know is at mjmorningshow.com, mjmorningshow.com. And you can also email mj at mjmorningshow.com. That's mj at mjmorningshow.com. Dot com. All right, everyone's got a bunch of stories. We're still all locked up, hold in here with the whole uh, coronavirus deal. You know what's incredible? I'm hearing from like friends, former coworkers, relatives. I'm hearing from people that I haven't heard from in years in some cases. Yeah, I've had a couple of people reach out to me as well who I would never expect to call for any reason whatsoever. But it's a really nice, hey, is everything okay? Or some folks actually ask if I needed anything, and I go, yeah, I need you to get off the line. I don't give a crap about you. What are you doing wasting my time? <laughs> no, I'm kidding. I'm kidding. But yeah, I've had some people reach out. It's been really nice. Left and right. I'm hearing from relatives that I haven't heard from in like in a year. I'm thinking they want money or something, that they, they want a loan. or I don't know what, I don't know what the hell they're, they're doing. Hey, uh, Michelle, in these crazy times, we put up an old video that the kids shot and Fester, have you seen the, the Barbie girl uh, lip sync job? I saw it this week. I saw it for the first time. And you you said in the uh, tweet that it was like from 2011. Yeah. I never saw it then. Yeah. Julian is hysterical he? in it. So he made it. it. Right now it's pinned. So I'll, I'll keep it pinned for a couple of days more. But it, it is great. It's uh, Julian, my son, and Chloe. We think it was 2011. So, Michelle, that would have made them about, what, 10? Chloe was probably, actually, she was probably nine because it was it was probably before her 10th birthday. So, Chloe, nine, maybe Julian, six. Right. And they're lip syncing to Aqua's Barbie Girl. You know, come on, Barbie, let's go party. And it, I want to point something out, yeah, by the way. Yeah. Julian didn't know the word at all. Okay. <laughs> Did you guys notice that? Yes, His, yes Froggy. Pathetic. We noticed it. The lip syncing was pathetic. <laughs> it was perfect. Why don't you have your kid rehearse a little bit and, and practice? We didn't know that they were recording this. They did this unbeknownst to us. Right. Uh, Chloe won an iPod Touch by selling 87 million boxes of Girl Scout cookies that year. And they had the video recording. It had the little camera feature. And they recorded this unbeknownst to us. Michelle saw it. And then you downloaded it onto the hard drive on your computer. And you saved it all these years. Right. And then we thought during this whole coronavirus episode, it might be funny to just upload this thing. I put it on Twitter. Folks, you got to see this. Go ahead and spread it around. Let's make this thing kind of viral. If you go to. You got to put it on YouTube. Yeah, but I don't. Yeah. Are we going to get into any kind of trouble with the licensing? Is it going to be banned, barred, or let let them sue a twelve year old? Yeah, seriously, <laughs> that's how it's going to get out there. Minute. How does your daughter feel about this? Your daughter's a, is a grown woman now. 
she can't like that. They're no, they're she's pretty very uh, in that video. It's very cheesy the way she's acting. Is she is she a fan of that? No. She's like nine or ten years old. She, she she loves it. She thinks it's hysterical. I know. Well, my kids are nine or ten years old, and I think everything they do is cheesy and annoying. So it's funny. <laughs> All right, so go to at Todd Listen, Schnitt. I, I've got it on Twitter. So at Todd Schnitt on Twitter, at T O D D S C H N as in November, I T T. The video, you got to see this thing, folks, at Todd Schnitt on Twitter. It's pinned right now. And if I unpin it, just scroll down and you'll see the kids jumping around. It's like a two minute and 20 second video, the max that. They let you upload on Twitter, and then I guess maybe we'll put it on YouTube at some point. A TikTok before TikTok. Yeah, was, you know uh, what? A lot of people have pointed out. They said, man, this is better than any damn TikTok that's out there. Michelle, anything else on the video? No, we all love it. Hey, Fester mentioned to me earlier that he knows like 18 people that have adopted dogs. And this is really interesting because I saw a story last week how dog shelters and cat shelters all over the country, they need really big help right now because with staff being reduced and this whole COVID-19 crap that's going around, that they really could use great homes to adopt these dogs. And then Fester told me that he had a whole bunch of friends that adopted pets. Well, earlier in the week, my wife says to me, you know, about a couple of different couples and they their families, they, they got dogs while they're all stuck at home. And then every day it's two or three more people. Hey, did you hear her? Emily and Paul got a dog. Jim and Holly got a dog. And I'm like, who the why? And then my wife said they're called quarantine dogs or pandemic pets or COVID canines. And they're what? while they're home with these animals, they're adopting dogs, which I guess is great. It is a good thing because these shelters are packed and then the shelters are not in all cases able to have full staffs these days to take care of the dogs. So yeah, contact your local shelter and if you can give a pet a great home during this mess, that'll help the shelters out. Just going to say, I actually suggested that to a friend of ours. Oh, that's right. Because the son has been begging for a dog and I, and you know, nobody's ever home under normal circumstances, right? We all have jobs and, you know, taking our kids to whatever activities. And so I said to her, now's the perfect time to get a dog. And she's like, well, what's going to happen? Like, you know, when my son goes away to college, then in two years. And I said, we'll just pick out the oldest one. Cause then, you know, it'll be gone. That's right. Or you let me watch it for like six hours. <laughs> <laughs> and then Festa, saying, what is this? Your daughter has some idea for a, a comedy quarantine kids club. What, what the hell is your daughter pushing? All right. We haven't started it yet, but you wanted to start like a quarantine kids comedy club where she sees all these things online that are going viral or, or short snippets, videos of things, and she wants to record herself or me record her just telling her best kid joke and putting it out there. And everybody records their 6 to 14-year-old recording their kid's joke. And this is her idea for, like, the Kids Quarantine Comedy Club. The Kids Comedy club in the quarantine. All right. So, I like something. it. I don't know. No, I like it. She's being. Why don't you do it then? Yeah. Start a YouTube channel. You should, Fester. She's she's being creative and she's using her time for something other than just what? Sitting around and loafing and watching something. She's organizing something. I mean, those are all skills that down the road are helpful. Yeah, but does she have any material? All right. So, right. That's the other <laughs> side of it. All of her jokes 
suck. I mean, they, oh, they really stop. Suck. Okay, so I got it. It's the, it's the, I got a name for it. My daughter comes up to me and says, hey, dad, what's green and crunchy? And I was like, a pickle? She goes, yes, a pickle. You heard it before. Ha, ha, ha. Aww. So I help her with jokes. All right, how about the crappy kids comedy quarantine club? How about that? <sighs> My kid came up to me and said, what's black and white and black and white and black and white and black and white? And I said, what? And he said, a penguin rolling down a hill. And guys, <laughs> I smacked him in the face. <laughs> Oh, I said, what kind of oh. joke is that, dude? Oh Go back, God. rewrite it, and don't come to me with little baby penguin jokes. And ladies and gentlemen, also, oh. before we move along here, apparently Fester's wife, Allison, is blaming everything these days, even the whole COVID-19 Chinese outbreak uh, affecting the world. Uh, Fester, your wife is blaming Carol Baskin for everything these days? <laughs> Well, it's, it's it started it started with ice cream. It started with ice cream <laughs> yeah. because I, I buy mint chocolate chip ice cream, yeah. and then you know it's it, the I save enough that I know I'm going to have the last bite, and it's gone. So I'm like, Allison, who who ate the last of the ice cream? And she's like, I don't know. Maybe it was that bitch Carol Baskin <laughs> <laughs> from Big Cat Rescue. <laughs> no. that's fantastic. No. I love that answer. Listen, what the, you know. Yeah, <laughs> Allison, we didn't take the garbage out today. I don't know. Maybe it was that bitch Carol. Ba- Everything is Everything Carol Baskin. Is Carol Baskin. I'm on that. Oh my god, Poor Carol. All right, a couple of stories here. We'll get Hurricane on in a few minutes. Did you, this is terrible? Did you see this 18 year old girl that's wanted? Now keep in mind, we're recording this on Monday, April 6th. This is going to drop on Tuesday morning. April 7th. So at some point they, they might arrest this girl. Have you seen the story about the 18 year old that went into Walmart and she claims that she's COVID-19 positive and she's going into Walmart to infect everyone? Oh God. I didn't see that story, but I saw the story about like a New York grocer who had to throw out all the produce because somebody was coughing all over it. There are multiple stories about that, about, you know, people going in and coughing on produce or coughing on food. I think we had one last week, people coughing on cops and saying, oh, you've got covid now. I mean, give me a break. Listen to this. This is out of Texas from uh, NBC, Dallas, Fort Worth, Carrollton Police are looking for a woman they say claims to have COVID-19 and is willfully spreading it. Police will charge 18-year-old Lorraine Maradiaga, so they know this uh, idiot's name. They just are trying to find her. They're going to charge her with making a terrorist threat, according to uh, a tweet from the police department in Carrollton, Texas. We have no confirmation Mara Diaga is actually a threat to public health. We are, however, taking our social media actions very seriously. They identify, they put this out on, on uh, social media. They tweeted out, we have identified the woman seen on social media claiming to be COVID-19 positive as 18-year-old Lorraine Mara Diaga and charging her with terroristic threats Texas Penal Code 22.07. Listen to this. This is actual audio, guys, of her on social media making this threat. Listen to this. I'm here at Walmart about to infest every 
It's a video that's circling. So I didn't forget here. It was very low, but she says, hey, I'm, I'm here at Walmart. I think she says she's going to infest everybody instead of infect everybody. What kind of a sicko would do that? And she's shooting videos, putting it out on social media. And now the, the cops are going to arrest that stupid bitch. That's They're going to throw the Texas penal code right at her. Uh, they I sh- saw a guy, a video of a guy going down the juice aisle at a Walmart and just tearing up bottles of ju- like apple juice. He was opening them up. He's like, "I'm going to spread this coronavirus," and 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 his buddy's laughing at him. Oh, he must have drank out of seven or eight bottles oh, of oh. juice at the grocery store. Just laughing about like coronavirus. And uh, did you see the video of the Asian woman at a Walmart in Stockton, California? Did you see that one that was circulating a couple of days ago? I didn't see that. All right, first of all, listen, uh, listen, bottom line is, yeah, uh, China gave us the coronavirus. There's no doubt about it. But, folks, you can't take it out on Asian Americans or Chinese Americans. Cut the crap. That's uncalled for. Any type of hate crime or abuse uh, will not be tolerated and you're going to be prosecuted. However, with that said, this Asian woman is at a Walmart, allegedly, and the video's out there. Just do a search for it. Just do a search for woman touching all the computers at Walmart. I think it was Stockton, California. Michelle, you saw it too, right? Right. This woman is in Walmart, and you know how they have the countertop where they have like maybe 10 models of laptops set up. They've got the cell phones out. They've got cameras and all kinds of electronics and all the display. And this woman who appears to be Asian is touching every single keyboard. So she's putting her hands like deliberately trying to spread something. She's touching every keyboard. She's touching the lid of the laptop right where people would grab it to open and close it. She's touching everything. And a woman is videoing her and she's saying, why are you touching everything? Why are you deliberately touching everything? You know, we got the whole COVID-19 thing going on. Why are you touching everything? What What did you say? say? All right, guys, I was looking for the video quickly, and I did find it. I found it on YouTube. Listen to this. Let me play some audio. You'll hear the woman that's videoing this yelling and asking this Asian lady, why are you touching everything? Here, listen. We got to touch them all. We got to touch them all. All of them got to be touched. Ma'am, they all have to be touched. You sure? Why are you touching all of them, then? You know, the coronavirus is going on right now. You sure? Yeah, but your hands are everywhere. You're literally touching. So there it is. So she says you're literally touching everything. And it is disturbing. I mean, it's like it's almost diabolical. This lady's deliberately touching everything, Michelle. Well, what what you see her doing is it's kind of disturbing. Is she's very thoughtful about how she's touching it. So she's touching the top of the computer, yeah. with the screen part where you where most people would try to test how the computer or the laptop opens and closes. And so she touches the whole top, like you know, across the top of it, and pushes it down and pushes it up again, so that she makes sure she touches it exactly where somebody else would come along and want to like test the device. And then she rubs her hand in other areas, so she knows exactly what she's doing. She's trying to make sure that she touches it exactly where somebody else is going to want to test out the device. It's just it's horrible. Oh. So can't she be real? That, that's a crime, right? No, I it's mean, not a serious crime. You you can touch things still. Not if it's like the guy who started drinking. I'm a, you can't drink other drinks in the store, but there has to be uh, right now. There has to be a precedent sent where you can't go out and touch stuff like that. 
or you're going to get arrested. Did you say there has to be a president sent? <laughs> That's right. Or a vice president sent. It doesn't matter. I, I think you're, you, mean, you mean there, there needs to be a precedent set. A president matter, a, T or D, whatever. <laughs> Just don't let people touch stuff. There has to be a precedent set. Hey, Froggy, can I, I have a question. What? Do you have the munchies? <laughs> I'm starving right now. I, I, I am starving. Starving. All right, hey, Froggy, speaking of Walmart, you also had a little altercation at Walmart doing some coronavirus shopping, apparently. Well, yeah, I had to get something which is, you know, Fester has been accused of buying stupid stuff, going to get candy. I really had to get the essentials at Walmart. I had to get power braid fishing line <laughs> for my fishing rods. So, and, and, and here's the thing, guys, like Walmart is... They ran us through a line. They had people standing there with stuff all over them with a mask on, right. directing people. It was like a horror movie. So we went through, and then everybody got, you know, they pointed us to a line, and they pointed me to a check yourself outline. And I'm not, I'm not smart, and I'm not, I'm not a. I don't know how to handle these things when it comes to, hey, check yourself out. I don't know how to do self-checkout. That's what Froggy's saying. No, it's too much for me. So I, I, I've messed up at the self-checkout line so many times that I can't do it anymore. I've lost money trying to check myself out. So I, And I'm in the, the checkout line with a woman, and I have, I have one thing of power braid fishing line in my hand. And she comes up and she goes, why don't you come with me? We'll go to the self-checkout line. Just really, you know, talking down to me. <laughs> and I said, no. I go, I'm okay. I'm going to stay in this line. And she goes, what do you have there? And I go, what do you what, what do you, what does it matter what I have? You know, she, this woman's taking advantage of this situation. She, she feels like she has power. So she's going to ask me what I have. It doesn't matter what I have. So she's asking me, what do you have? And I go, I have, I have fishing line. Okay. What's it to you? And I love saying that to people. What's it to you like that? And she goes, well, that can easily be checked out in self checkout. And I go, I don't want to go to self checkout. <laughs> In the Walmart. You're that guy all of a sudden. Oh, my yeah. God. Froggy, you were out of control when you were on the MJ Morning Show. But since we – what has happened to you? You've turned into a lunatic. I, I Listen, I might have a little more freedom in my life. I am my own boss. And listen, when somebody comes to – A little more THC? What'd you say? Nothing, nothing. Go ahead. Keep going. What'd you say, you son of a bitch bastard? <laughs> keep, keep going. So when, when somebody tells me I'm forcing you to go to this line, it rubs me the wrong way. So I said, <laughs> I don't want to go to that line. I want to go to this line where the woman's going to check me out, where it's not going to be messed up. Get out of my face. All right. So she did. She, she wouldn't stop. Okay. It's like, it's like. I don't know. She has some sort of false sense of, you know, she's in charge of me. And she and, has a Walmart vest on. She kind of and is in the end. I told her to piss off <laughs> and I'm staying in this line and it, everything worked out great. So that's it. You know, it, it. But the bottom line is Walmart is like 
everybody's in a line. You got to go to this line, this line, this line. There's only a certain amount of people allowed in the store at a certain amount of time. They're accounting people as you went into Walmart. Only 40 people, I think, were allowed at a time for the whole store. Yeah. Yeah. So, you so know, it was so froggy. They were trying to like rush you out and just push you out of the store so they could let somebody else in. Is that what you're saying? They're trying to get up in my business. Okay. <laughs> and trying to tell me what to do. And I don't want to use self-checkout. I all always right, mess it all up. All right, all right. Froggy, I got to move on here, dude. We, we, we could talk about this for, I, I guess, no, seven more hours. Hey, folks, do not believe the conspiracy theories. 5G cell towers or 5G antennas are not spreading COVID-19. Did you see that Woody Harrelson has retweeted this? Or I saw this last week that people were setting... Cell phone towers, these new 5G cell phone towers, they were lighting them on fire in the United Kingdom and also in Ireland and in South Africa because some moron, some jackass started some kind of a rumor online that the 5G cell arrays, the antennas, were spreading COVID-19 coronavirus. I know there are a lot of people that are opposed to the 5G because they think that uh, it's irradiating the community, whatever the hell it is. But there is nothing to it, folks. There is no spread of coronavirus from the 5G cell towers or antenna arrays. And now we have Woody Harrelson, the actor. Uh, he's spreading this now online or on social media. I don't think anything Woody Harrelson has to say about anything. Although I did love him in The People versus Larry Flint. Uh, you know what, Froggy? I think you might have a very good conversation right about now with Woody Harrelson, actually. <laughs> Listen, I love Woody. I love everything he stands for. I love that he lives in Hawaii and smokes that doja all day, baby. <laughs> yeah. uh, hey, in a few minutes, folks, I'm going to tell you there's a story out on the best material to use if you want to make a homemade mask. What is like the next best thing? Because remember, the CDC came out with guidance over the last week that, yeah, all Americans probably should be wearing a mask of some sort when you go out. And if you don't have an N95, which you know they want you to reserve for the, the medical professionals. But listen, if you have, you know, onesies and twosies, then... You know, I don't think there's anything wrong with it. Oh, by the way, Froggy does not have 57,000 N95 masks. Froggy, that didn't age very well in an episode way back before this thing turned into a massive problem. Froggy was yanking my freaking leg talking about he had 57,000 N95s. Froggy, will you tell folks you don't have 57,000 N95s? You lied to me. I might have lied a little bit, and I might have exaggerated a little bit. By 57,000. I like 25. I only have like 25. <laughs> but listen. My God. Oh, boy. I'm still thinking about selling them 100 bucks each. <laughs> will, you, will you stop, stop please? Coming up, I'm going to tell you there's an awesome story out there about very common material. And, Froggy, you're probably going to know all about this. How to make a mask, which is pretty effective in filtration. So we'll talk about that in just a moment. You're not going to believe what material it is and what you're not supposed to use that's being recommended. So hold on. We'll get to that in a minute. Hey, Fester, uh, can you, since you're controlling the Skype with you and Froggy, can you get Hurricane on the line? Let's talk to Hurricane. Hurricane is a FedEx driver, and we had Hurricane on a couple episodes back 
in, I think, February. So, folks, also, if you haven't listened to all the MJ Morning Show podcast episodes, go back and listen to the previous 17 episodes. It's not like you don't have a lot of time on your hands these days. So check out all the MJ Morning Show podcast episodes, mjmorningshow.com. That's mjmorningshow.com. Hurricane has been a FedEx driver for a while, and I thought it would be fascinating to get him on to talk about the package deliveries and if people are like answering the door in, in bubbles and gloves and masks and shop goggles and everything. So, Fester, can you get Hurricane on the line? Hello? Hurricane, are you staying safe on the road as a FedEx driver? Yes, I am. Very safe. All right, do me a favor. Tell me what, because you do FedEx ground, and there is a shitload of ground package. I mean, people are ordering from Amazon. They're ordering from Target. They're ordering from Walmart. I mean, the, the package volume at this point seems to be going through the roof. I don't know if it's like Christmas time volume, but people are ordering stuff. So tell me, what is it like? What is the volume like on your route? And how are you staying safe with all these packages and making all these deliveries? Well, first of all, uh, you use the shit word, which is awesome. I want to call that out. Um, That's the beauty of a podcast, my friend. Exactly. I, I, I'm thinking to myself, oh, my God, i got to keep it clean, all that stuff. Um, <laughs> listen, to answer your question, uh, yes, there is everything. First of all, the word essential means nothing. We deliver everything. Today alone, I delivered seven Seven above ground swimming pools. <laughs> just to give you an idea. And I don't I, you know, I don't see that to be essential, but people are ordering it. Only because like for instance, I live in a gated community and there's probably thirty, maybe forty houses here. Can I point out by the way that Hurricane is the only FedEx driver in America that lives in a gated community? <laughs> yes. Well we live in a gated community and we have a community pool. Well that's shut down. So everybody in the neighborhood has been ordering these pools, above ground pools, you know. And you know, I, you know, I bought one. I bought one for my kid. He's five. Just something to play around with in the backyard. That's it, you know. But out on the streets, uh, you know, like I said, alone today. I mean, so many people are ordering above ground swimming pools. It's unbelievable. Uh, I'm seeing a lot of boxes that have the uh, the country of origin is China. Yeah. Wow. I see a lot of those boxes. Um, what else? Um, and, and as far as me keeping myself, I am safe. You know, my contractor, the guy I work for, he provided us with uh, the stuff that we needed to, to to remain safe while delivering. All right. So while you're delivering, are, how many how many packages a day do you typically deliver? Like how many? Well, it all depends. Like right now, we're considering this. Um, kind of, it's kind of like Christmas time. It's like peak is what they call yep. it. And it's now we're going through it again, peak, because everybody and their brother is ordering something. Mm-hmm. So, and it's just, it, the volume is much like uh, Christmas time. Like today alone, it was, it was a, a rather light day. Uh, but I think tomorrow's going to be all hell. The question is, are you wearing gloves? Are you wearing a face mask? Tell us what it's like when you knock on doors what are the people answering the doors in? Well, first of all, I, I, I don't necessarily knock on doors, okay? Um, I, I do wear gloves, and I wear work gloves. I wear rubber gloves and then work gloves on top of it um, because I want to protect myself, you know, because I do have to come home to a family. Uh, I do wear a mask. Uh, I do wear a, it's a medical mask. I'm, uh, I've yet reached out to Froggy for any or who's. <laughs> uh, I haven't reached out to him for any masks. 
So, but, um, and then when it comes down to it, when it's time for me to go home, I strip down. I take all my clothes off. I know, draw the picture if you like. Uh, <laughs> I, I strip down and uh, I change clothes before I get, you know, get in my vehicle and go home. So that way, whatever I have on me, I've got it in the bag and I take it home and immediately wash it. So that way it doesn't affect my family when I get home with it. To answer your question, yeah, there is a lot of stuff that we deliver. A lot of uh, we consider it kind of like peak right now. And it goes anywhere from uh, auto parts, which are essential, uh, tires, essential, uh, a lot of food, a lot of stuff from Walmart and Sam's Club. What about, hey, Hurricane, it's Michelle. How are you? Uh, great, Michelle. What about shoes? Shoes are essential? Because <laughs> I've been ordering shoes. shoes are yeah, okay. So, yeah, I, I think they are. Uh, <laughs> I, I know my team, for, for my team, we pick up um, DSW. It's, it's a national chain for uh-huh. shoes. Yep. Alone. And I'm going to call this out here. Last week, we had a guy who goes to DSW every single day. He brought back 500 pairs of, of shoes, 500 what? boxes of shoes, should I say. Wow. <laughs> so they're shipping the stuff out. People are buying it. Yeah. You know what? Let me tell you, because all of the uh, outlets are having sales now. It's amazing. I just keep getting all these emails in my in my shopping email. And so it's very encouraging to go ahead and buy. And I say, well, if my FedEx guy and my, uh, my you know, the competitor guy, the UPS guy and my mail guy are still coming by, I want them to stay employed. So I hope you don't mind that I'm I'm still shopping. <laughs> Yeah, I it know. doesn't make a difference because if you don't buy it, somebody else will. Right. So you shop all you want because that's how it is. And so let me so ask the one thing I, I threw this, I threw this idea out to a couple people. What if? And and the people say, well, God, why do we still have so much stuff coming down? You know, and it's because everybody's home and everybody's uh-huh. shopping. Just like right now, you know, my wife is having problems with just the internet because everybody's bogging wow. it down in the neighborhood uh-huh. because they're all home. So, but I thought I said, well, wait a minute, what would happen if they shut down all online purchases? Oh my God, it would don't never even say happen, that. first of all. Right. It would be, I mean, the biggest hiccup ever. You cannot stop online purchases. So, when you do that, when you buy the shoes, it's going to get mixed in with the essential stuff to be delivered. Well, thank goodness. It's going to happen. So, at the end of the day, what's essential? Your package, right. if it was, well, first of all, with FedEx, with FedEx, you have no idea what's in the box. Right. So how do you do that? Right. Pe- number one question people ask me when I deliver, it is, hey, what's in the box? I have no idea what's in the box. Guess what? If it's going to Froggy's house, it might be some ganja. Do, do they have drug-sniffing dogs that sniff these boxes every <laughs> once in a while? Uh, I can't answer that. <laughs> For the time that I've been there, I, I, I have seen, uh, dog on a, uh, I've seen dogs on the belt maybe twice. Mm. And that's going, walking the belt, sniffing packages. Wow. All right. Tell me about the customers. Are customers answering the door in masks and gloves and goggles? Or how are you seeing customers handle packages? A lot of the times we do the knock and run, the ding dong ditch. Yep. No. Um, <laughs> when you go up to someone, we have, this, we have this code that we type in, which is CV19. And I explained to them that this is the reason why we're typing this in here, because you don't have to touch my scanner. Mm-hmm. You, and it's a, it's a finger thing. It's where they sign with their fingers. Mm-hmm. And it's like, you don't now, now you don't have to touch my scanner because we typed in the code C 
DB19, gotcha. all I need to do is type in your name. Now, the only person who touches the scanner is me. Right. So it protects me and it protects the customer. Now, that makes a lot of sense. And, of yeah. course, uh, folks, I'm sure everyone's figured it out. CV19 is the signature for COVID-19 during these crazy times. Hurricane, great to have you on, buddy. Uh, great stories. I knew that you'd be great on this episode to talk to. Stay safe, and we'll have you on again soon, okay? Perfect. Froggy, call me, call me, call me. I need a mask. No. Oh, we got you. Actually, I only have like Good talking to you guys. All right, so long. All right, so uh, Hurricane, who's driving FedEx, he does FedEx Ground, and the FedEx overnight guys, those guys are FedEx employees of FedEx, but the ground guys in most places are contractors, so there are companies that have the contract to deliver FedEx Ground, so that's what Hurricanes has been, uh, Hurricane has been doing for a couple of years. Man, Hurricane sounds pretty good, and I, I knew that his stories would be fantastic, and so many people are ordering delivery items, it's, it's just perfect to hear from Hurricane on this special episode. All right, I mentioned the homemade masks, and of course, Froggy, you might be able to answer this, because I'm guessing that you might have something to do with this material because of your shelving business and, and all the warehousing crap that you deal with these days. But uh, last week, it came out that the CDC was recommending that everybody wear some type of face covering, whether it's a scarf, a bandana, or whatever, when you leave the house, because something is better than nothing. And of course, if you are sick, and if you call for sneeze, your barrier is going to keep it from potentially spreading everywhere. Uh, but it's not, if you're wearing a t-shirt or a scarf, it's not going to be as good as a properly fit uh, N95 mask. Did you guys see this? There, this is amazing. A company in Los Angeles... A woman by the name of Lindsay Medoff, and this is a story that I saw on Business Insider. And if you do a search for businessinsider.com and then using blue shop towels in homemade masks can filter particles. And you'll find that if you Google that, if you use those search terms, this is incredible. She is claiming that after a lot of research... That if you're going to make a homemade mask, do not use like a cotton T-shirt. Don't use regular cotton because it's notoriously breathable and it doesn't filter jack crap or not a whole lot. She's talking about these blue shop towels. Froggy, do you deal with blue shop towels at all? No, I don't sell shop towels. I sell steel, baby. Steel fixtures, American made. I don't sell. Come on. No, I thought maybe that you would. Jesus Christ! What a <laughs> ham and egg. Uh, Fester, you know what I'm talking about? These blue shop towels. Now they the kind like the that mechanics would use, or the kind that like you like 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 auto detailers would no, use. No, you're right. Like the mechanics. So here's the deal. This lady Medoff, she has a boutique. Uh, sewing and clothing manufacturing company in Los Angeles. She's got 30 employees, and she was appalled by the dozens of mask patterns online calling for cotton or highly breathable, permeable fabric. She built a little testing facility in their company. I had no idea. Listen to this. She spent $1,400, and she bought... A $1,400 particulate counter device from Granger, you know, the, the Granger company, and it measures filtration ability down to 0.3 microns and then spent 10 days testing every fabric they could find. They tested even coffee filters and all kinds of uh, fabrics, natural, synthetic, whatever. And you know what they found? 
they found that the polyester hydro knit towels, which are available at hardware stores like Tractor Supply sells them. And there are two brands they tested that were the best toolboxes shop towel and then zep zep you know the soap and chemical company zep makes an industrial blue towel and those were the two best and here's what they found out they're layering two of these towels inserting two towels into an ordinary cotton mask brought filtration up to 93 percent as small as 0.3 micron particles I mean, that's and that's the the smallest the machine could test. What they're saying is they discovered that their mass could block somewhere between 93 and 95 percent of particles, while regular cotton block just 20 to 60 percent. Isn't that amazing? These are shop towels. Yes. Shop towels. You check your oil with them and you throw them away. Yeah. You know what's popping in my head? And first, let me say, Granger and Tractor Supply, two amazing clients and accounts of mine. But let me just say. A ShamWow. Am I thinking of a ShamWow towel? ShamWow. You, you remember the ShamWow? I do remember. I think that might be the perfect because it's not it, – it stuff doesn't go through it, but it's still thick enough. You, do you remember the ShamWow? It was the breathable. Yeah. ShamWow was breathable. Hi, I'm the ShamWow guy. Be, I remember that, dude. Yeah. Dude, I'm th- that's what I'm thinking when you, when you brought – when you read that, I was thinking of a ShamWow towel. Listen to this, though. The Toolbox brand and the Zep Industrial Blue Towel is good, but the Scott's Pro Shop Towels, their blue towels, were not Mm. as good. So they also have a hydro-knit fabric, but she claims that the Scott's Pro Shop Towels are not as good as the Zep or the Toolbox brand. I saw a woman give a tutorial today online, and she got her one of her toddler's diapers and like cut it up, and she put it on her. She cut a hole in the middle where like the ween would be, and she cut a hole there. She put her head over it, and she built a perfect mass out of a diaper from a kid. She even had little ear holders. You can look it up probably on YouTube. Diaper mask. I don't know. Look it up, though, well, if, you're, I, if you're in okay. desperate need. Froggy, can I just ask a question? What, what were you searching or doing that that came up on your you know, return search? Dirty diapers on your face. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. It's a, it's I'm a very just special that category. A, I, that, was a joke. that was a joke. <laughs> I, it, it was one of those things that popped up, you know. Hey, He's... dude, don't laugh. There's probably a fetish for people that want dirty diapers on their face, by the way. <laughs> Yeah, I can think of one guy. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> Shut up, dude. Move it along here. Uh, a couple of stories, and this is unbelievable. Who the hell is meeting strangers on Grinder right now? Now, uh, Tinder is more of a hetero hookup, and then Grinder is more of a gay hookup. Is that how it works? It's kind of the Joe Exotic of uh, hookup sites. <laughs> All right, listen to this. A Manhattan man's would-be tryst turned sour when a beau he met on Grinder came to his apartment and assaulted him early Sunday morning. This is in the New York Post. A 30-year-old man organized the late-night rendezvous with a man that he met a few weeks ago on the dating app Grinder. The gentleman caller arrived at the 30-year-old's Hell's Kitchen Manhattan apartment around 1.30 a.m., and a short time later, he let in an accomplice who was armed with a pistol with a laser scope. 
and they tied the host up and they robbed the guy. They put bags over the, the, the guy's head and they robbed the place. He was into all of it until he realized he was getting robbed. <laughs> oh, wow. You want to play like this? All right. I'm loving this. Anyway, the two thieves ransacked the apartment. They cleaned out the safe. They got away with a few pieces of Louis Vuitton luggage, a MacBook, uh, victim cell phones, and $12,500 in cash. I, I got to be honest. If you're having grinder hookups at this point uh, with the social distancing that you're supposed to be practicing, maybe that serves you right. I mean, who the hell's using grinder now to meet people? I think you'd be surprised, and I think you know the answer to that question. Oh, jeez. And then you saw that Pink, Pink came down with COVID-19 and her three-year-old son. Now, I, really? how, is the, yeah. wait, how are children doing singer? with this? Yeah, singer-songwriter Pink's three-year-old son kept her up at night praying because he had the worst of it, according to the story, page six, uh, during an Instagram Live with friend and author Jen uh, Pasteloff. Pink said that both she and Jameson have been really sick. Uh, my three-year-old Jameson has had the worst of it. Anyway, Pink and three-year-old positive for COVID-19. I'm going to drink some Jameson just in, for for prayers for him. And then you saw that the U.K. Prime Minister, Boris Johnson, he tested positive uh, for COVID-19 like 10 days ago. And then on Monday, it was announced that he was taken to the ICU. He was hospitalized and they put Boris Johnson, Prime Minister of the U.K., they put him into ICU, which... I mean, that could be one step away from being intubated and being put on a ventilator. I hope he comes out of this okay. Somebody call the vice prime minister. I'm worried about there you, is MJ, because you're – it. Chris Cuomo got it from walking around New York City. Am I wrong? I think Chris Cuomo got it from somebody at CNN. I'm sure, you know, yeah. the, the crew, whether it's the lighting guys, the sound guys, makeup. I think he must have got it at CNN. And that's why Chris Cuomo uh, is at home recuperating. We had uh, the reason why I'm doing the show from my and I'm doing the Schnitt show from my master bedroom since March 12th. And that was because on March 11th, middle of my damn show on a Wednesday, I do a three to six Schnitt show. By the way, those that are in the Tampa market, you can listen live 1250 a.m. 1250 a.m. WHNZ. The show's on right after the news at 306 p.m. I go to 6 p.m. Monday through Friday. And then I'm on stations around the country. Folks, you can listen live online, iHeartRadio app. If you go to uh, schnittshow.com, we podcast it every night. So all three hours are available for the Schnitt show. Or if you want to listen live, you just go to schnitzshow.com and you'll see a red listen live button. You push it and you can listen live 3 to 6 p.m. Anyway, so I'm doing the whole show. I'm doing these podcasts. I'm doing my show from home because a bunch of people tested positive inside the CBS Broadcast Center where I have a small studio space to do my show. And I had to evacuate. I had to cobble together the home studio. I've since built the home studio to the point where I have 100% capability here. But, you know, that's why I'm working from home with with the employees that tested positive at CBS. It was two. Then it was four. Then it was six. One of the CBS News employees died, folks. One has actually passed away, but they were on the fifth floor. I'm in a little corner on the first floor and I'm well past the time where I could have been infected at CBS. I, I never saw that as a possibility. And as far as us getting out in Manhattan, for instance, 
you know, we're going to Central Park. And if you look at my Twitter feed, I'm taking some pictures out and about at Todd Schnitt on Twitter. But we are really social distancing. I'm wearing, you know, a mask. And if we go shopping, which is very, very rare, we're not planning on leaving the house now for the next couple of weeks because that's what Dr. Burks and Dr. Fauci have recommended now. But when we go out, I'm, well, literally, Michelle and I are wearing shop goggles and the uh, N95 mask. So we're, And then we're wearing gloves. We're washing off. So, I mean, we're taking this pretty seriously, but we're really limiting any exposure or outside time other than way out in the middle of a park with uh, you know, plenty of social distancing. You got to be, might be a better there, idea if you guys come back to Tampa. Well, Where you are right now is the worst place to be during this time. I'm just saying. I'm yeah. just saying. All right, Fester, anything else before we shut this episode down? No, man. Just be safe, everybody. Just be smart about it. And if you're going to smoke like Froggy, just please stay home. <laughs> <laughs> Froggy, anything to say? Any final words, Froggy? Yes, I've had a lot of time. To work on my gaming channel, Skippy Likes Gaming, on YouTube. I got four subscribers today. I'm up to 104 <laughs> subscribers, right. so things are really taking off. All right, obviously. so go subscribe. Skippy Likes Gaming on YouTube, baby. That's Froggy's uh, YouTube gaming channel. Folks, we want to hear from you. Again, leave us a voicemail message. We might use it on the show. The MJ Morning Show podcast hotline is 813 467 6290-813-467-6290. You can also send a text. Say hi. What do you want to hear on the podcast? Comments, questions, old bits. Just give us a buzz. 813-467-6290. You can also email mj at mjmorningshow.com. That's mj at mjmorningshow.com. Send the link to our podcast all over the place. Go ahead, help us out. We want to grow this podcast. We're already getting thousands and thousands and thousands of downloads for every episode. Thank you, folks. But do us a favor. Send the link out or send mjmorningshow.com out to everybody in your address book. Tell them that the MJ Morning Show is back. It's great. You love it. MJ, Froggy, Fester, Michelle, Hurricane, interns from time to time, and tons of surprises are going to be coming up. But help spread the word that the MJ Morning Show podcast is back we're uh, doing weekly episodes and tell everyone how to listen. MJMorningShow.com for all of the platforms. Simple as that. On Twitter, I'm at Todd Schnitt at T-O-D-D-S-C-H-N-I-T-T. On Instagram, I'm at Certified Todd Schnitt. And we'll see you next time, folks. Stay safe. Wash your hands. Social distance. Let's uh, stop the spread. Let's uh, reduce the curve. All that crap. And we'll see you next time. The MJ Morning Show. Radio Influence strives to bring you excellence in podcasting. We work with personalities like TV chef Brian Duffy, radio personalities like Ian Beckles, news and political pundits like independent journalists Frank and Tracy Beans, experts from the sports world like veteran football scout and coach Chris Landry, pro wrestling personality David Penzer, MMA experts Jason Floyd and Daniel Galvan, and strength and conditioning coach Jeff Crochelle. If you're looking for food, sports, music, entertainment, politics, no matter the topic, Radio Influence has something for everyone. Everyone. All of Radio Influence's programming can be found on Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, TuneIn Radio, Google Podcasts, and RadioInfluence.com.